Good morning, ladies. Happy Monday. You got me from the beach today. There are some days where you just have to get away and soak up the beach or the mountains or wherever is your happy place and this is one of those weeks actually we're celebrating my daughter's birthday her favorite place is the beach too so we are down here celebrating her rejuvenating refreshing getting some good salt water <laughs> in our soul it is an awesome time that we are having so i hope that you are having an amazing monday morning i hope that you had a great weekend and you're off to a great start. As always, if you have any prayer requests, if you um, are looking for anything spoken or unspoken, put it in the comments. Let us know so that we can pray over you. And let's dive deep into the blessing and the burn. I'm excited about this live and bringing it all together for you so hopefully you are too but first we will start with some prayer so lord i just come to you today so full and thank you thank you for the rest that you have given us thank you for the spirit um, that you have put inside not only me lord but inside um each and every one of these ladies I thank you for the women they are to their family the women they are to their kids to their spouses and Lord I just ask that they uh, are reminded from you today that it's okay to rest it's not always about doing more and adding things to the checklist it's about being closer to you and following your word not the world's word Lord thank you for this help me to speak um, clearly and with your spirit um, at the heart of all of it. I love you, Lord, and thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we're getting into the blessing and the burn. And last year, maybe it was two years ago now, um, I did a Bible study through Genesis and the Old Testament. And I loved it so much. Um, a lot of times for me on my journey in faith, I don't know if it is yours as well, I just look at the New Testament and sort of bypass the old. Carrie, I am first let's praise that you were discharged from the hospital. Let's all do a praise report from her. Um, and that yes, we are praying over you for a full recovery. Amazing. I'm so happy you're home. Um, sometimes, and I do this in the Bible, I do this in my real life, I just bypass the past and I jump right to like the good stuff. Like, give me the details. I don't need to know the backstory. Give me the details. I don't need to know like all that other stuff. And as women, I find we do tell more details, but I fast forward, especially when my husband is sitting there like, is there a point? <laughs> to what you're telling me right now or are you just speaking to speak and that's me there are times that I do just speak to speak there is a point but I love the story before however I tend to skip it on other things like the Bible I'm like well I know Jesus came so let's just jump to that point and figure out what he's trying to tell me figure out the good stuff 
But if I don't have the backstory, I will take pieces of scripture and pieces of your life and pieces of my life and put assumptions and expectations on it that weren't meant to be there because I don't have the backstory. So I want to bring it back a little bit. And that's a, a whole nother sermon for another day. I want to bring it back to the blessing and the burn. And I started thinking about this training because Mila um, was playing with the stove. And I don't want her to get burnt. And I don't want her to get hurt. So I'm telling her, like, it's hot. You can't touch that. It's going to hurt you. However, she doesn't have or didn't have at the time a clear understanding of the word hot. She knew that hot was like temperature, hot, but she didn't know burn, right? And there are times in my workouts too where I know like workout, like yeah, move my body, do this, do this, but I don't know burn. And there are times in my nutrition where I know hungry, but maybe I've gone so far past listening to my body and the neurological cues that go from my brain to my stomach that I just have two zones now. It's starving or stuffed. Like there is no happy medium. In order for her to really know burn, and that will hurt you, she touched, not when it was very hot, but like when it was hot, like the pan is hot. Yes, the pan is hot. When the pan comes out, it'll be hot. It's too hot, don't touch it. Touch, burn, ow. Now I know that that's hot and I can't touch it again. Like I can't touch the pan. When mom says hot, this is what she means now. Like she gets it. When I had my first, gosh, no, I've been working out for many, many years. But when I had my first real like burn, <laughs> from a workout I was like oh this is what they're talking about <laughs> okay haven't done that haven't felt this okay this is the hot burn that they're talking about it also can come in a different way when I was training for marathons everyone would talk about the runner's high and once you just get to the runner's high you um you're good and I was like what is up with these people and they're running highs and running in general and what is up. But then I had it one day after trying and trying and trying. I was like, oh, this is what they're talking about. You can be satisfied without being stuffed or starving. Oh, this, this is that feeling that they're, they're talking about. The blessing and the burn, right? Like Mila touched the pan, knew it was hot. I didn't want her to get hurt. Of course I didn't want her to get, I didn't want her to touch it in the first place. But I kept saying, don't touch it, don't touch it. And she touched it because she's a child eventually and knew, oh, this is hot. Would David have known God's strength if he wasn't in fear or in the pit with lions, right? God could have easily have kept him from that, but God's glory wouldn't have been shown. At the end of the day, sometimes we need that burn to remind us of God's strength and glory through it all. We are not meant to just power through. There are situations God's going to put you in to grow his glory 
through your testimony. And the only way to do that, another lesson for another day, is to share it, just like Carrie did. She was in the hospital. She was discharged. Praise to God. And I am speaking knowing that she is going to have a full recovery. And we are going to be praising that too. What is something that you're scared of right now because it might hurt you? Or you're holding your kids back from experiencing life because you're scared it might hurt them. A lot of times when I start working with women, they've had bad experiences with other personal trainers. They've had bad experience with other coaches. They've had bad experiences um, on diets and on different weight loss plans. And they say to me, they've been burned, right? Like, I've been burned in the past. What about emotionally? Emotionally, right? We say that a lot. Like, I've, I've been burned, so now I have a wall up that I'm not worth saving. I'm not good enough. I'm going to hurt myself before I let them hurt me next time. I'm just going to go ahead and say that I'm not savable or this is just who I am. This is take it or leave it. I've been burned, so I'm just going to continue building this wall. Maybe it was with your exercise. I've been burned in the past. This trainer gave me all these things. I couldn't do it. I failed and and now I'm done. We can look at it as a burn and it was unable to be healed. And a failure that was too big for our God to come in and, and take over. That's one way to view it. Or we can flip it and say, no, this is my burn. What's the blessing in it? What's the blessing? Am I going to believe that this fire in this situation is and that thing that hurt me is so all-consuming that my God can't extinguish it and heal? Or... Am I going to view it as, okay, I am going to learn from this experience. I'm going to allow God to work through my wounds and be the Neosporin and burn cream and anything else that you put on, on your wounds, salt butter, just happened to be here. And let him work through it. You have to find that blessing in the burn because not all coaches are bad. Not all nutritionists are bad. Not all diets have to look like they do on the outside. Not all situations have to be all or nothing. And we go into that. And I'm just reminded so much of burning in the Bible, starting with Moses. And the fire that was burning in that bush he could have been scared, which he was, and chose to run away. And then like, oh, heck, what is this? This isn't good. A forest fire is going to start. Like, what's going on? But he stood there and looked at it. And he listened for God in that fearful moment. How often, if you're starting on your health journey, or you're starting on a nutrition journey, or you're starting back working out, or Maybe you've just signed on with me as your coach and this is very applicable to now or you've signed on with a different coach because I've referred you to someone else. How often are you like, oh gosh, I'm scared. And then you shut down and you go, you know what? This isn't for me. This isn't for me. 
you can choose that route or you can show choose the Moses route who pushed forward even through fear and he did this over and over again and I love it because he did it sometimes kicking and screaming <laughs> like like giving all these reasons he can't and and all of that and being like oh shoot <laughs> what is this but he heard God in his fear are we allowing God to work through our fear or are we just building up the wall that not only doesn't let the outside in, but hardens our heart to hear the word of God. When you don't lose all the weight that you were promised, when the kids don't eat the food and you signed up with a nutritionist who only has a one-track mind, when you go to a gym and everyone else seems like they've got it all together and you don't, are you allowing God to write your testimony or are you shutting that off? And saying like, no, I'm just going to build up my own wall and do it my own way. I'm not going to allow you to work through this burn. It's safer for me just to put a wall up and not go near the fire and not go in the den and not go on the horse and, and not do anything. I'm just going to stay here. God won't love you any less. God loves you more today they are the same today as he did yesterday and as he will 40 years from now. His love doesn't change. It's our emotions that do. So allow him to work through the burn because his love for you is the same in the burn as it is on the mountaintop moment. So I'm going back to Moses. Um, he heard God speaking through the bush instead of running away from it. What are you running away from right now that looks scary, but God's calling you to it? Open your eyes and open your ears and your spirit to hear from what the Lord is trying to call you to. What is that burning? It doesn't have to be physical. It can be in your heart. It can be on your spirit. That burning that he's calling to. Now, we're focused on health. I'm focused on you getting healthy, long-term, not short-term, not fad diets, not with supplements, not with ordered food, not with any of that. What's burning in you for your health? More than that, what's burning through you that you're being held back from because of your health? Is it running around with your kids and enjoying them? Is it the fear that I might not be able to run with my grandkids. I've gone too far. I can't learn. Old dogs can't learn new tricks. You know, whatever the world sayings are. What is that burning in you that you've put a limit on God for with your health? That you've, got, that you've done and said, well, this is just how it is. This is just who I am. This is how it's going to be. What is that? And what needs to break there? I want to encourage you. That God's ceiling is limitless, but your ceiling is going to hold you back. Stop putting a ceiling that you see the world around you have on your life. Stop speaking that over your life. You are not a sum of your failures and you're not as high as your limitations. That, like, that's not the top for you. What you're experiencing now, maybe you're on a mountaintop moment, 
isn't the best. There's more that's going to come from that. And if you're at your low and you feel like there's nothing left for you, allow God in. Let him in. Let him speak to you in that moment of fear and anxiety and like, what is this? Mila wouldn't have known the pan was hot unless she touched it. Now she knows not to touch it, but she also knows that things need to be hot to cook, right? Like things have to be hot for her grilled cheese to be made. Things need to be hot for peppers to saute and onions to saute. And now when I say the pan is hot, she goes, oh, I know what that, I know what that means because I've, I've touched it and I've gotten some blessing out of it. Now that I know that feeling my muscles of what a burn should feel like, not like going to the limit, but what the burn should feel like, now I'm no longer mindlessly working out and just doing a bunch of this every day going, I hope that this works. No, I know what it's supposed to feel like so I can increase where I need, I can change how I'm working out so that I'm constantly changing and growing and not just plateauing and saying this is it this is who i am if you don't know i um do jujitsu as well and it's one of those things too that i had to be burned to figure out where i am sometimes that happens to us when our pride comes into play i don't know about you but i talk about this a lot and pride is a thing for me i'm constantly working on it like there are times that i'm prideful of my unpride <laughs> like I am not prideful at all. And God's like, hello, Heather. You're being prideful of your unpride. I don't know if you all struggle with that. That's just me being me being real for a minute. But I was like coming in hot in one of my rolling and fighting um, times. And I was like, oh, I've got this. This is so good. I know it all. I know it all. Like I've studied. I've done it. I know it all. And I got in... I got on the mat, rolled with somebody, and was done in eight seconds. Eight. Uh, there are six-minute rounds, ladies. Eight seconds. I was like, uh, done. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I just got burned is what I said. I was like, that was a wake-up call for me. Sometimes the burn comes in to put you back in check of who you are in in realm of this world. You are here. God can do great big things, but when I look at the ocean, I go, oh, I'm small. When I look back at my genealogy, and I was studying this um, with the kids at school last week, and just going back and seeing, like, mom, where are your grand grandparents, and where did they come from, and, and what else do you, you know? Like, let's fill in some details. And then you look at us and it's so small. We're here for such a small amount of time. The time that we're here is small. The issues we're dealing with on the scheme of things, no matter how big they seem now, are small into comparison what God's doing. And when I look back in the Old Testament and I see the history and I go, oh, this is why this had to happen. This is why that had to go on. I know that even in my lowest moments, God is going to get his glory if I don't allow the wall to shut me down.
and shut it off. Let God break down those walls for you so you can write your testimony. So I had to be burned. I had to be burned and I, I was done and it was hard. It was like a, the hardest eight seconds of my life. <laughs> I don't know if you've had a time where it was like really quick, but really bad. But this was, this was that. I was like, oh man, okay. I don't know anything. And I could have wallowed in that and been like, well, I came in prideful and now I'm going to leave pitiful and just leave and be like, well, clearly this isn't for me. This isn't my cup of tea. Um, I'm never going to get better. Or I can say, hey, opponent, what was that? How did you do that? And I can use that burn as ammunition to the fire to get me better. To go, how did you do that? How did that happen? Let's use our burns as fuel to fire the spirit in us. The fire doesn't have to be a bad thing. Let it light you up. It will not consume you. The bush was on fire for Moses, but did not consume it. There was no wildfire that would have come from it. It was controlled. God will have that controlled fire in you when you give it patience and practice and you acknowledge it and don't just simmer it every time it comes out because you go, ooh, fire, done. Let it simmer, let it go because that lit a fire in me to go, what'd you do? I wanna train with you. How'd you do that? <laughs> what, what is this, what? Only to find out, mind you, that she like took me out with my own garments and that was embarrassing. Like talk about a complete burn like how did you do that she's like oh i choked you out with your own hand and i was like oh damaging to my ego thank you <laughs> what has been damaging to your ego that you are just like well this isn't this isn't meant for me what failures have you come across that you have written off that that's not possible for you because it was so damaging to your ego and it made you look bad and you told social media that you were on a diet and now you're five pounds heavier than when you started, even though it's been three years. And they're like, how's it going? And you're like, don't talk about it, it's just a thing. I'm gonna go out and get ice cream now because this is just who I am. Let that fire burn in you. Let it give new hope and new light to your spirit. Let it move you and propel you forward. Our muscles, when we feel the burn, are growing and they go, oh, this is too hard for us. We gotta pick up the pace. She's doing things that she's lifting that are too heavy for us. We gotta pick up the building of this muscle in a, oh, the most amazing way. Like when you study the body and how it works, I don't know how anyone doesn't see God in it. But all these different muscles come in, dependent on how many reps I'm doing, and it just knows because God made us so perfectly that she wants strength or she wants endurance when we do it the right way under the right care. And it burns and it goes, yeah, we're gonna grow. It doesn't burn and go, ow, that hurt. Stop it. If you lift a weight again, I'm just not gonna work. No, but we do that to people, to situations, to ourselves. And we just go, ugh, nope, not for me. I'm done. Ow, that really hurt. I'm never doing that again. Ow, that really hurt. I'm not doing it again. 
I just want to circle back around and end with this. I, I feel like I always end with Paul, and I hope that's okay. <laughs> I love Paul. And in the Bible, he speaks to me so much. And Mark does as well, because he's very cutthroat and right to the point. But if you think you're too old to get healthy, that you've tried it all, that you've come too far, that you've tried all these things, it's not possible. Your family was this way. Your grandma was this way. Your husband's this way. Your kids are now looking to be this way. This is just how it is. Their kids will be that way. Look at Paul before he was saved and encountered by Jesus. He was killing Christians. And he wasn't a young chicken when he was on the horse and was blinded by Jesus. It took him being burned in his eyes so he couldn't see to do a 180 and go, nope, done with that moving on to something else. I don't care how many diets you've tried and how many times you've posted it on social media and now people are like, oh, Kelly, I'm making up a name. She's just the diet queen. Here she goes again. Stop worrying about what they'll say. Do you think Paul worried about what they said when he was blinded? And he was like, oh, Jesus is my savior. I was wrong. He wasn't just killing Christians. He was addressing people to do that. The leader of them. Like, no, you go do this. It doesn't matter what people think. Because just as small as we are, in the grand scheme of things, their thoughts about you are even smaller. So if you're hold back to your health and your blessings and your, your future, are tied up in these earthly ways of, oh, what are they gonna think? God, I've tried this. They're just gonna think it's another thing. Here we go again. Stop. Doesn't matter. Think of Paul. If he got through that, you can get through other people's thoughts, right? But Paul could have been blinded, saw Jesus, and then go, whoa. That was too, I'm blind. I'm going to choose to stay this way rather than trust in Jesus who will tear these uh, scales from my eyes and allow me to see again. I'll just stay this way. I'm too scared to see what the outside looks like now. I'm too scared to see what other people are going to think of me. This is clearly just who I am and who I'm meant to be. Blind, this is it. I'm going to believe but I'm not gonna believe, I'm gonna do this, but I'm, not gonna do, I'm just gonna stay blind. And I'm gonna be like an ostrich with its head in the ground. And maybe you've done that with your health, and maybe you've done that with your faith. And you're like, well, I, if I don't see it, it's not happening, so I'm gonna stay blind. No, Paul persevered through that pain. His blindness had scales on his eyes that fell. This wasn't like, oh, my eyes are shut or my eyes are open and I can't see. Scales fell and he could see again. Sounds painful. Sounds like it hurt. Sounds real bad. And that was just the physical side, not the emotional side of what he was battling because of his past. 
but he allowed God to work through his burn. Allow God to work through the times you've been burned. If I didn't in the ring or on the mat and in a fight, then I would just stay mediocre in my own pride going, I'm good, I'm good, and never get better. If I did that with my career, and I was like, oh, I, t I um, graduated once, yep, way back in 2004, I graduated my degree in exercise physiology. I know it all. I know it all. I will never come to you saying I know it all. I'm constantly taking courses. I'm taking one right now to get better because science isn't God. We're constantly learning in science because we don't know it all. So I need to be growing along with it. I will never claim that something's the best. It might work right now, but who knows what the future holds? Only God knows your innermost workings. I can't see that inside of you, but you can feel it. And if you feel that burn, instead of trying to smother it or run from it, you can be scared from it. Moses was scared, but he still listened. He was still like, what is up? David was still scared in the pit with lions, right? But he was like, no, my God is capable. You can still be scared. You just need to keep moving forward. You can't be scared and say, well, this happened to me before, so it's not gonna work now. Oh, I've tried that before. I've been burned by coaches too. I've told all of you all a thousand times, I don't write my own workout nutrition plans. I don't rely on myself for my mindset. Pastors have pastors, coaches have coaches. You should too. You should be growing and not just putting a cap on your limit. So if you're ready, if you go, all right, I've been burned, but I'm ready to see the blessing from that burn. Mila got burned on the stove, but now she knows. She goes, oh, I know what hot is now. I know what that is now. Here's how I use it correctly. Here's why she said no to that, but she still goes close to it. But mom doesn't get burned and she's cooking. So here's how not, to t how not to do it, and here's how to do it. You know now how not to diet. You know now how not to work out. What doesn't work on your, with your family or on your body? Now let's find out what does. Okay, let's find the blessing in that burn that hurt. I knew I was done in eight seconds. Okay, I can stay there and say this isn't for me, or I can go, no, I'm gonna learn from this. Paul could have stayed with the scales on his eyes, or he could go, no, Jesus, you are. You are. Fill in the blank. God is the great I am. He is anything and everything you need him to be. He's in your failures. He's in your burn. He's in your blessing. Allow him to work through your burn to bring you further than you thought you could ever come. If you're ready for that, just comment burn. That'll be our word for the day. Comment burn before, let's get on a quick chat and say, hey, I'm ready to take all these burns that I've gone through and allow God to work through them and, and bring a blessing to my family that I haven't had before. To really partner up with somebody and say, hey, what's up? 
<laughs> What's going on? How do I fix this? You don't have to go at it alone. You're not... The best isn't over yet. Paul is proof that an old dog can learn new tricks. It's all over the Bible that the best is ahead of you. Sarah was old when she had a baby. She thought her best was behind. The woman at the well was labeled for her past, but she was a blessing. She allowed God to work through it. What is God looking to do through you that you are going no one. What's your best yes? If your best yes is focusing on your health, getting your mindset right, getting your nutrition on point, and saying enough with that, now I know what doesn't work, I'm ready to learn what does, let's work together and make that work. Ladies, you are amazing. I'm going to go soak up the sun for a little bit. So if you message and I'm slower to respond, I'm sorry. And my husband will take away my phone for a little bit. But I will be back tonight. I can't wait to talk to you ladies soon. Have an amazing rest of your day. You are more than you think you are. I promise it. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.